This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This is Optimal Relationships Daily, episode 1933. What's wrong with strict parenting? By Dr. Laura Markham of ahaparenting.com. Hello, everybody, and thanks a lot for joining me today for another parenting episode. I'm your host and narrator, Greg Audino, and like we do every Thursday and Friday, today's show will focus on parenting content specifically, this time covering the drawbacks of strict parenting, as described by Dr. Laura Markham, whose work we always love to share. So let's jump right in today and start optimizing your life. What's Wrong with Strict Parenting? by Dr. Laura Markham of ahaparenting.com Research shows that most people think strict parenting produces better-behaved kids. However, research studies on discipline consistently show that strict or authoritarian child-raising actually produces kids with lower self-esteem who behave worse than other kids and therefore get punished more. Strict parenting actually creates behavior problems in children. Why? Number one, strict parenting deprives kids of the opportunity to internalize self-discipline and responsibility. Harsh limits may temporarily control behavior, but they don't help a child learn to self-regulate. Instead, harsh limits trigger a resistance to taking responsibility for themselves. There is no internal tool more valuable for kids than self-discipline but it develops from the internalization of loving limits. No one likes to be controlled, so it's not surprising that kids reject limits that aren't empathic. They see the locus of control outside of themselves, rather than wanting to behave. Number two, authoritarian parenting, limits without empathy, is based on fear. It teaches kids to bully. Kids learn what they live and what you model, right? Well, if kids do what you want because they fear you, how is that different than bullying? If you yell, they'll yell. If you use force, they'll use force. Number three, kids raised with punitive discipline have tendencies toward anger and depression. That's because authoritarian child raising makes it clear to kids that part of them is not acceptable and that parents aren't there to help them learn to cope and manage those difficult feelings that drive them to act out. They're left lonely, trying to sort out for themselves how to overcome their lesser impulses. Number four, kids raised with strict discipline learn that power is always right. They learn to obey, but they don't learn to think for themselves. Later in life, they won't question authority when they should. They're less likely to take responsibility for their actions and more willing to follow the peer group or to dodge responsibility by saying that they were only trying to follow orders. 
Number five, kids raised with harsh discipline tend to be more rebellious. Studies show that children raised with a strict parenting style tend to be more angry and rebellious as teenagers and young adults. To see why, simply consider how this works for most adults. Virtually all of us were raised with some degree of harshness, and we chafe at control to that degree, even when we're the ones imposing it. That means we end up with problems regulating ourselves. Sometimes this shows up as anger and resentfulness at any perceived limit or criticism, or by overreacting when we think someone is trying to tell us what to do. Sometimes it shows up in rebellion against the limits we impose on ourselves. For instance, we may harshly starve ourselves with a new diet and then rebel by binging. Not surprisingly, studies show that kids raised with strict parenting are more likely to become overweight. Number six, because kids raised strictly only do right when we're there, they get into more trouble. They also become excellent liars. And number seven, authoritarian parenting undermines the parent-child relationship. Parents who relate punitively to their kids have to cut off their natural empathy for their children, which makes the relationship less satisfying to both parent and child. Parenting also becomes much harder for these parents because their kids lose interest in pleasing them and become much more difficult to manage. So strict parenting makes for unhappy parents, and children who are parented strictly end up fighting with parents and carrying a chip on their shoulder. As they get older, they look for love in all the wrong places. The bottom line is that strictness does not work in creating better-behaved kids. In fact, it sabotages everything positive we do as parents and handicaps our kids in their efforts to develop emotional self-discipline. So, does permissive parenting work? No. And what does work? Many studies show that there's another way that works best. This approach has been called authoritative parenting. But I don't like that word because it is usually confused with authoritarian. Notice they're spelled differently, and they don't mean the same thing. Instead, I call this parenting style empathic limits to get across the point that we do set limits, just like the authoritarian, strict parents, but we do it with empathy, just like the permissive parents. Children thrive on limits and age-appropriate expectations, but only if they're set with empathy. But it's important to note that this doesn't just mean a happy medium between permissive and strict. The happy medium approach tends to compromise standards in ways that aren't good for kids. Okay, you can stay up later while continuing to use punishments like timeouts. Milder, but still punishments. In other words, it isn't great for either parents or kids, even if it isn't as bad as authoritarian or permissive. Why? Because parents feel forced to compromise their standards, and their kids still don't behave very well because the parent is still using punishment. What we're really aiming for is the expectations and limits that keep kids functioning at a high level, combined with the warmth and support of permissive. That combination of empathy and limits is the sweet spot that raises amazing kids and makes for the best parenting. You just listened to the post titled, What's Wrong with Strict Parenting? by Dr. Laura Markham of ahaparenting.com. 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. And thanks so much to Dr. Laura for this one. A pretty powerful argument is presented here against the widespread belief that strict parenting is correlated with well-behaved children. Look, wherever you stand on this, I think it really cannot be emphasized enough how crucial the development of self-discipline is in a child's formative years. And this post captures how strict parenting, characterized by harsh limits and a lack of empathy, impedes the growth of self-discipline. When a child feels as though there's an attempt to control them, the desire to embrace good behavior naturally diminishes, and personal responsibility is now nowhere to be found. Not too similar to how we respond as adults, right? So, the balance of setting empathic limits helps parents to nurture well-rounded kids who grow into well-rounded adults. And I think that what Dr. Laura wants us to take away from this is that such an approach is not only an investment in the child's future, but also ensures a better relationship between the parent and the child, not just in the future, but also now, of course, too. So, things to think about, parents, as we call Curtin on another episode of ORD. But thank you so much for coming and making this episode possible. And be sure to tune back in tomorrow, because as usual, we have another post coming for you that is all about parenting. I hope to see you there, where your optimal life awaits.